Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone. It is another week. Hello, and welcome. We are going to be talking about our 2020 goals and how they were disrupted (laughs) and how how we have persevered despite the pandemic. But first, let's talk about our creative weeks. So, Joy, what did you do? So, this week, I've continued research for my short story collection, and I found some creative ways to work in facts, because I've got some historical facts that I've been looking into, um, because I want to be true to reality. Um, But I also know that I can use some poetic license to fit my characters and such as that. So Mm. it's just knowing like, you know, creatively, when, when do I stick to the facts? When can I kind of bend them just a tiny bit? And also knowing who to ask for guidance, where to look, and have found some interesting and amazing people along the way. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love that. And we do have to be careful whenever we're writing fiction about real life events. Mm -hmm. And I I really appreciate that you are taking the time to do the research that you're doing. And it's been weeks of research, weeks of research. And that's a a lot of time dedicated to this project that wasn't supposed to take this long. (laughs) That is so true. Speaking of plans changing. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about your creative week. This week is the beginning of school, (laughs) and I also go back to work five days a week now, so there's no more working from home. It's been creative in that we are learning and making a new morning routine with our family. So the two boys, my husband, myself, we all have to go someplace, whether it's work or the boys have to go to their respective places. So it's been interesting and exciting too. I have I have two kids who are like in school school, you know, like kindergarten and second grade now. Whatever happened to the time? <laughs> I don't know. Don't get teary, mama. Don't get teary. <laughs> Special times. <laughs> oh. Well, if you guys have been with us for a while, you might remember that we did a couple of episodes where we outlined a way to set out and plan for our goals. And for us, it was vital to identify our huge goals, right, and then break them down into the medium-sized steps we needed to achieve them, and then break them down even further into the tiniest steps where we can get a start at realizing those goals, those big goals. So we decided to give them super fun, fantastic names, if you guys remember. And the ultimate goals we called dragon goals. The medium-sized goals we called kochi goals. And just to make that very simple, it's basically like a fairy cat. But look it up. It's a really cool thing. 
Scottish. Anyway, it's awesome. And then the teensy tiny ones we decided to call Pixie Goals. So check out season one, episodes 35 and 36. I'm going to have the links in the show notes for you guys to hear more about those and about the PDF we created to share with you. And just shoot us an email if you want a copy of that PDF to help with your own goal setting. Um, So in this episode, we decided to kind of take a look back because we got to talking about how (laughs) this year kind of went off the rails a little bit. (laughs) It blew up. (laughs) It went boom and not in a good way. (laughs) So we decided to kind of look back at the goals that we had made and see what happened to them. And um, see how we're doing, really, in the light of the craziness of this pandemic, the quarantine, and all the things that 2020 has become. So, May, what did you discover as you look looked back? Honestly, because that's what we do here. We talk honestly. Candid chats. Find, yes, candid chats <laughs> about our creative lives. Honestly, I couldn't find my goals. <laughs> I could not remember where they were or what they were. So (laughs) let me just throw that out there for a minute. So learn from May to make sure that you put them. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm just being completely honest with you because I feel like we have some listeners who may be in the same situation and feeling pretty bad about themselves right now. And I am with you. Like this stinks. This year stinks. These goals were really important until survival became more important. And that's kind of where we are in this year, right? So can I just tell you that you are forgiven? If you cannot find your goal, do not remember what it was. You are forgiven, my friend. Once I found my goals, (laughs) I did remember making them. And I have, I have actually worked towards some of them, though they're not in the place that I wanted them to be at this particular time. So I had three main dragon goals and they were from three different categories of my creative life. So I have my alcohol ink art and I have our party brand and I have my writing. So I call that category author May. And what I wanted to do for Dragon Goals was to, first of all, from alcohol ink art category, I wanted to create a postcard line for my alcohol ink and incorporate poetry into that postcard line. For QWERTY brand, I wanted to make an audiobook of Finders Keepers with you. That hasn't happened yet. Spoiler alert. (laughs) We can't actually see each other in person. (laughs) No. I know. It's terrible. That's what I wanted to do. And I also wanted to continue making great podcasts with you, Joy, because that is a joy. (laughs) (laughs) Look what you did there. (laughs) That's a a really – it's an important part of our brand, but more so it's an, an important part of my week to get to talk to you about these creative things and keep them fresh and foremost in my mind. And as May the author, I wanted to finish my novel, All the Words, and revise and find a home for my poetry book. And I'll tell you what I did with All the Words in a moment. (laughs) But 
<laughs> so those are my three main dragon goals. Joy, do you remember what your goals were? So, yeah. So a couple of my things. Now, I had I had several um, that I won't go into all of the ones that I'd kind of outlined in that episode. But the three main things as I was kind of looking back over um, the goals and what I actually achieved and stuff like that, I kind of broke it down to events and learning and then the books. Um, and then, of course, our stuff, too, I kind of had in a separate spot. Um, but with the events, uh, you know, I wanted to have more opportunities for in-person events with the books and with speaking opportunities and things like that. So that was one of the goals. Uh, learning, I definitely wanted to do some more um, specific learning. I hadn't quite figured out what that would look like yet, but that was on my list. And then with the books, I had planned to release my uh, novella and my short story collection, uh, and then to begin writing my fantasy series. Actually, I had planned to begin writing the fantasy series over the summer. So those were kind of the big dragon goals that I had um, as I was looking back over everything. Well, those sound great. <laughs> if I if I couldn't remember mine, I'm so I hope you forgive me for not remembering yours. <laughs> but they do. They sound great. All right. So you we've both told our our dragon goals. So I want to hear. And I know everybody else wants to hear what happened with your dragon goals. Well, that's very interesting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so the first dragon goal was the postcard line. And I actually do have some poetry to go along with the postcard line, but I did none of the alcohol ink art to go along with it. I don't really know why other than just time and creative energy. Um, I think whenever I am in survival mode, the first thing to go is my creative energy. And so I've been struggling in that area since the pandemic never ended. Like I was cool whenever I thought that there was an end point to it. Like, oh, we're only going to do this for like a month. And, and I was like, okay, that's fine. A month is not a big deal. I'll get out of survival mode at the end of this month. And then one month turned to two months, turned to four months, and I never really recovered yet um, because I felt like everything was temporary. There was nothing that was permanent. And now it seems as if COVID is permanent. So I am actually, strangely enough, regaining creative energy. <laughs> <laughs> just accepting this giant monster and you know whatever <laughs> that's kind of what's happening yeah exactly so for the postcard line I, I didn't get that off the ground um, but I have had some really good ideas about it lately <laughs> um, the audiobook with finders keepers didn't happen yet and that's okay because it's just okay. Like, I just feel like it's okay that these goals didn't happen. We have had such a huge year, just societally, medically. <laughs> it's just been a really huge year. And I feel like we need to give ourselves a little bit of forgiveness, actually a lot of forgiveness. If we haven't touched a goal, first of all, and second of all, if we don't complete it this year. So 
I feel like there's grace that's needed in 2020. Um, what we did do, however, was a fabulous start to our season two. So that was a big wow for me. Yeah. And, and a nice little check in a box because I do like those check marks. <laughs> As an author, I, um, I did revise the poetry book. I got two great critiques. Joy gave me a critique and Allison Chestnut gave me a critique on the poetry book. And I've done revisions based off of one critique and I will soon do the second critique re revisions. And I have had some really big like evolutionary ideas for the poetry book because of these wonderful critiques and I do appreciate you guys so much for that Yay. and I have also decided what I'm going to do like I, f I found the home for the poetry book and it feels good like it, it it feels right so I'll be indie publishing the poetry book as soon as those revisions feel right as well I'm so excited to hear you say that on air <laughs> I said it out loud. It just it, it does it feels it just feels right. I was gonna try to do the traditional route, but nothing ever settled with me. So much of what we do as creatives is based on our instinct and our gut. And my gut wasn't right there, but it is totally right with the indie publishing. So I'm gonna just do it. Just do it. It's going to be great. Well, and can I just say that from my end of watching you through this process has been so cool to see because I kind of knew a long time ago that this is the way that you really wanted to go, but I knew that you had to get there. <laughs> I'm so stubborn. <laughs> I am too. See, I totally get that. <laughs> how many times have I talked about how stubborn I am? <laughs> So it was just, it was fun to see that because I was like, okay, okay, I, I hear what she's saying and she's thinking through this. And anyway, I'm just so excited to hear you say that and to share that exciting news with everyone. Yes, it's out loud and in the world now. So yay. Yeah. Anyway, so those are some things that I did do. I did some other things as well because I lost some creative energy, but I didn't want to lose my momentum. So because I was stunted with the creative energy and I wasn't able to, for example, make alcohol ink art <laughs> and that sort of thing, um, I did decide to do some other things that would keep the momentum and, and it would also kind of keep that creative passion at a, a place that I could view it. Yeah. Keep it I on the surface. Yeah. I have this tendency to pile things on top of the things that make me tick. So there are a few things that I did. The first thing that I did is I went full force on brainstorming and implementation on this project that I'm working on. And it is a community for storytellers and story lovers on, in a website and it's called Story Swell. And so I got a logo made for Story Swell through the wonderful Rachel Ritchie. She made a fabulous logo for me. I, um, I finalized the about page, I finalized my author page, I finalized what I was going to do for the blog. I have a list of blog articles I'm going to be writing for you guys and I'm so excited about it and it's it's not just for people who write and I think that that's something that I needed it to be. I needed it for people who just love stories, whether you write them or whether you just consume them and they don't have to be 
stories that are written. It could be stories that are sung or painted or videoed or it could be a movie or scripted, things like that. So it's it's an, a celebration of all kinds of stories and how they seep into our lives. And I, it's, it's a big deal for me, as you can tell, and I'm very excited about it. So I did that. <sighs> That's been on the back burner for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I've even like, I've had the domain name and the spark for this for a while, but I've not had the time, I guess, or the space, maybe the mental space to figure it all out. And since I wasn't writing, I thought I'm going to figure this out. So that's actually a good thing that's kind of come out of this time that may not have otherwise. You're right. I probably never would have been able to do in the hectic lifestyle outside of my home that I have. Yeah. And like you were saying with, you know, it kind of allowed you a mental space because you weren't doing the writing you thought you would be doing in the time. Mm -hmm. And it just allowed you that opportunity to kind of really hammer out and think through what you wanted this big giant thing to look like. And that was something that, you know, that's a whole different approach and a whole different thing to do than when you're talking about writing. So, yeah, it used a different part of my creative brain. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it it was putting edges on something amorphous to make a shape Mm -hmm. that I could identify. Yeah. So, and also it was something that I could convince myself was more practical to do Mm -hmm. than, you know, whimsical with the, total creational fiction. (laughs) (laughs) And because by nature it's, it's a community, like you said, you know, and I think that that's something that we were all um, hungering for Mm -hmm. during these months. So, yeah. Uh, So something else that I did since I couldn't write fiction was take some classes. So I took the 80, 20 course, with Lindsay Ager. You've heard me mention it before, and it was a drafting and also a creative mindset class and really helpful. It was really helpful. I enjoyed speaking to the other authors and Lindsay in the Zoom meetings, I think the most. And I love also that there was audio to the class as well as a transcript. There were exercises to to practice the theories that were expressed in the lessons and there was a lot of hands-on access to the author who was was the teacher of the class as well and I, I felt that that was pretty great so loved that class and of course Joy and I did Maggie's class after I took those classes I decided to start my novel over guys if you remember so starting the novel over <laughs> so those are the things that I've done uh, from from those dragon goals and how I've substituted some of the things for something else as well and that something else was learning so something cool that I discovered through this pandemic is that if I can't create I can always learn about creating and that keeps everything up front and gets me prepared for when my brain is ready to make something again that's so true and I think for me with the learning because I knew that 
I wanted to do some more specific learning this year. Um, I haven't done a ton of courses and stuff like that necessarily um, over the years. Of course, I've done a lot of reading, probably more on craft stuff than I have in a, in a more course-like structure. So that was something that I wanted to look into this year. And I knew that there would be a local writing conference this summer that I was looking forward to. I had attended it last year, um, but that was canceled. And so, you know, with things like that being canceled, um, we actually ended up, I feel like, with some even better options, maybe. Because, for instance, I wouldn't have been able to do Maggie's course. Originally, it was supposed to be in person. Well, I can't just up and, you know, go several states away and attend a conference that would cost hundreds of dollars between the travel expenses and the, and the staying overnight and the conference and all of that. So that would not have been a possibility for me. But Maggie decided to move this online, and she made it extremely reasonably priced, and it became something that I was able to do. So thankfully, I was actually able to do this. Um, and so I feel like the learning that I knew that I wanted to do but didn't know what it was going to look like, I feel like that actually turned out a whole lot better than I even expected um, or could have planned in the beginning of the year. Uh, and then, you know, really, too, with the events, I mean, I think the biggest event that I was most disappointed about not being able to do was meeting with a an amazing book club in North Mississippi. I was going to go and have an in-person event with that book club, and they were inviting some other book clubs in the area. And uh, some of these people are friends of mine who I haven't gotten to see in a very long time. So I was super excited about this, and that has not worked out. We tried to reschedule for, actually for next month, for in August, or well, this month now, um, for in August. But we had to change that again because, as you guys know, things just keep getting pushed off. Um, so now we're just kind of tabling it, and we're like, you know what? We're holding out and we're crossing our fingers for 2021 because <laughs> this is one that we really wanted to do in person and we don't really want to do it. Um, even though we could, thanks to technology, we want to make this one an in-person thing. So there's that. I was super disappointed that the Mississippi Book Festival is not going on. Um, but I will tell you guys, like, I did actually put in my application to be a panelist this year. So I can at least say that I did do that. Like that was, I had to get up some, some courage on that one, even though, you know, um, Holly Lang, who is the director of the Mississippi book festival, she is so sweet, so encouraging, just such a huge, um, champion for books, for literacy, for all of those things. And she had encouraged me to, you know, put in an application and, you know, see what happens. And so I did. <laughs> and they're not having it. <laughs> but <laughs> I did put in the application. And that was yeah. that was a big thing for me. So that's huge. Yeah. In addition to how Maggie's course went online, we've had events that have gone online and we benefited from that because we were able to do an event for my local library because all of those events were online. And whereas we probably wouldn't be able to do that um, with you being a, 
you know, an hour and a half away, um, we were able to do it because we just hopped online and did it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really excited because that way people here could meet you and, and kind of have that interaction. So that was pretty exciting. It was a lot of fun. Hey, St. Tammany Parish Library. You guys are wonderful. (laughs) And Jillian, she's amazing, putting together all the programs. So much fun. So, so that was that. And then, you know, just the final thing is with the books and, and I did get the novella out that came out right before everything went cuckoo. (laughs) And, um, so that, that happened. And then I'll be honest with the short story collection. I also decided to go ahead with epistolary this year, um, which originally I wasn't planning on doing that necessarily, but I decided that I needed to go ahead and finish out this collection and get it all at least written um, before I moved on to the fantasy. So that was a decision that I did make early on. But um, guys, I'll be honest, I have not been able to really focus on much of anything. Um, Our, you know, like you said, like our, our routines have been completely different. Um, There are just things, you know, going on around us that affect um, the way we all are able to function. And by that, I mean, you know, my family, like the kids were definitely um, affected. And when they are affected by these things going on in the world around us, um, you know, that affects me and what I'm able to do. So I had to push back some of my deadlines, which I don't like to do. And I've, I've been frustrated about that, but I have not changed them. I haven't, I haven't gotten rid of them. And something interesting has happened. These stories have gotten a lot deeper and I, uncovered some things that, you know, it's this whole research thing that I talked about at the beginning. Um, These are things that I don't know that I would have put in if I hadn't taken these pauses and stumbled upon certain things that I realized this needs to go in here. This belongs in this story. And like you said, it took extra weeks of research to get there. But in the end, I feel like these are going to be better because of that. Yeah, I totally see you light up when you talk about this research and these changes and things. So I feel like they are just meant to be. You glow when you talk about these now. Before they were short stories. Now they're, they're I don't know, a mission or something. So, yeah, yeah this is good stuff. <laughs> So I think that that's, I mean, that's pretty much everything that we had. And yeah. I mean, hey, we launched season two of this podcast and we did that on, on schedule. I think I that think that's, that's a pretty big thing. I think that's the only thing that worked out on schedule properly. And I think it's because we were like, doggone it, we're going to make something yeah. <laughs> happen according to plan. <laughs> We were, we were, and also it's a weekly podcast, so we have to get something out there to you guys, and we are determined that it will be quality, so <laughs> we, we just had to force our, ourselves to figure out what was going on, 
with that. And I'm glad we did, Joy. I'm really, I really am glad we did because I think that that's kept some sort of routine in our lives too. And, uh, and, and that's been pretty nice in all of the chaos that's around us. And it hasn't always been easy because I will just tell you guys that all of the extra people at home using their internet, you're messing with my bandwidth. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys have noticed, um, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you'll you'll have noticed that the last few months, the videos have not been crisp and clear. (laughs) And we have not changed anything as far as our internet services or anything, but something has changed whether we wanted it to or not. So we do apologize for the clarity of the video. We're doing our best. And we're trying out a few new things, too. So hopefully this will be fixed in the future. Yeah. But uh, just, you know, try to give us a little bit of grace as we try to give grace to ourselves. Because we are kind of perfectionists and we want it to be perfect for you guys. And when it's not, it's kind of hard to swallow. And I have refrained from going around the neighborhood and banging on my neighbor's doors and telling them to stop playing games and like streaming just, Netflix. <laughs> like, can you just give me an hour? I just need an hour. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's right because all of this is crazy. Who knew that this was going to be the world that we live in, you know, even eight exactly. months ago. So, and that leads right to our courty challenge. So guys, life is often going to send us on a detour. It's going to throw something unexpected or drastic our way. But in every situation, we get to choose how we react. We also get to decide if we're going to give up on all our plans and dreams, if we're going to alter them, or if we're going to chase new ones. So this week, we challenge you to look back over this crazy year. Perhaps revisit the goals that you set for yourself in the beginning, if you're a goals person. What did you manage to do despite all of the crazy that this year tossed your way? What did you not achieve? What unexpected opportunities arose for you to seize? So focus in on the good things that have come from the not so good. And with those bright spots in focus, let's all move onward toward whatever weights ahead with confidence and determination. (laughs) Tomorrow is a new day. It is a good day and it is your day to start whatever it is you want to start. So a little bit of grace goes a long way. Okay, everyone, we hope that you have a wonderful creative week. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Cordy writing life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting cordywritinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you.